boom. What up? What up? It's Ty Hanswell. Um, I just made my way on to uh, Windsor Mill, and this is my first official podcast with a guest. <laughs> and um, you hear him ha ha in the <laughs> background. <laughs> All the ad libs and whatnot. <laughs> um, it's my man Tim Nice. Whoa. What up, people? So yeah, um, I just walk in this crib and we just like one shot record and go, and, it's, it's and that's good. just that's just how we doing it. That's how I'm doing it. Um, I still don't have a format yet, so we just gonna freelance it, and I'll ask them some questions, and right. we'll just have conversation like we just were before I start recording. We could I could have just walked in the door. We could have just been recording. Yeah, straight up. That's how it was. <laughs> but yo, pretty much, Tim. Like, what was your start, man? Where Where did you like get started with DJing and everything? Yo, I um, I used to, I, I'm from the area, so I used to walk around the neighborhood, and um, I see I used to see this dude with a boombox all the time. Right. And um, I'm like, yo, what's up? Yo, what you do? He said, man, you know, I, I do music, man. You should come down to my man's house, and this was uh Dookie Man. This was Dookie Man at the time, and you know, Dookie Man would take me down to DJ Precise house, and um. This was, uh, they had Precise and the Boys back in the day. This was, had to be early 90s, maybe late, late 80s, early 90s, like 90, 91. So we go down Precise House and I see them cats cutting it up on, on turntables and I'm like, yo, this is, and they made it look so easy though, yo. They made it look so easy and, and you know, the cutting and, and the scratching and the blending and I'm like, yo, I'm going to try to do this. So, I mean, I'm like 11. Yeah. So, oh, okay. You really? Yeah, young. I'm young. I'm like 11 at the time. So I go over to my my buddies and stuff. I had three of my buddies in the neighborhood. And I was like, Yo, we should be DJs. It's like three of us. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, yo, we gonna go be DJs. So we went to the pawn shop, bought like a belt drive turntable and a, oh, that sound like me. That sound <laughs> exactly like and mine. a direct Sorry. little direct drive turntable had it hooked up to the component system and found a little realistic mixer and and bought some records because it was a record shop right up the street called. Uh, Record Theater. It's so Record Theater up the street. All we had all the Where money. was that at? That was up on Liberty and, and, and Croydon, right up the street and and uh like right up right right next to the highway. Um Record Theater was a joint. It's a fucking Dollar Tree now. <laughs> so, no, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the that was the move. So we go up there buy records, man, and I just never forget just the energy me and my three boys would have and we didn't know what the hell we was doing at right. all. I mean, had no idea. So I would go back to Dookie and be like, yo, I got, you know, can you help me out? Tell me what's right. going on. And he was willing to look out. So my brother went out, saw that I was hungry. And at the time, my brother went out to uh, Metro 2, which was in Rice's Town. We went out and bought two Linear Tech turntables and a Gemini, oh, yeah, I remember and a Gemini, wow. and a Gemini mixer and, 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 and some some needles. So I went home, man. I hooked it up. I'm like, yeah, I got my stuff, you know. I had the turntable. And then I had... My amp in the middle. Yeah. Then I had a turntable and my mixer on the top. So right. I was trying to be like slick and keep scratching. I was like, why my mixer keep moving? Because like, right. it was nothing right. like, nothing holding that shit. So yeah, Dookie Man came through. He was like, no, man, do it like this. He had my turntables turned to the side and showed me, you know, the straight right. format. Just like, just like that. Just like, like you said now. And ever since then, man, that's just like the history right there, for real. And I just learned from watching cats and learned the right way. You know, like, I be telling cats all the time, like, with finding one. Yeah. That's the biggest thing like with, with DJ and me is you gotta learn where the one is and then people be like, What are you talking about? Oh, find right. one. Like so that's what I'm saying. 
Find the one. It's only four beats in the metal. One, two, three, four. Find that one. Drop everything. If you on can. the one. You on can't do one. nothing else. It can't, you can't go wrong. So that's because that's what was taught to me. You know, that's what yeah. people told me. I, I learned from old school. So as I progressed, man, we would go to school and we would come home. And then one day I was at school and at Milford and I see DJ Booby and all the kids oh, crowded around him. And I'm like, who is this cat? And I'm like, oh, that's Booby. Booby just had his Sterling, yo. And like, it was a shiny ass Sterling car. Yo. He was just driving around, but he was the. He was the dude. Right. So we were telling him we were DJing. He, man, he took us right up under his wing, me and my man. And I That's crazy. I learned from him too, man. So like the rest is kind of like history, man. Just trying to pick up some things from, from known OGs that know the actual, the basic craft of it. And then I just try to feed, I was just trying to feed off of that, man. All right, cool. You know? So check this out. What I peeped from what he just said, he mentioned like a lot of Baltimore legends. Um, yeah. Dookie Man and... Booby, yeah. Um, hopefully, I can get them. Yeah, absolutely. On the podcast, I know Booby. Well, I know I know of Booby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't say I know him personally or Dookie good dude, man. man. Good, um, both of them good dudes. But I noticed, yo, Tim Jones doesn't go. Now nah, I'm saying, now nah, I mean, I didn't hear none of that in his first. <laughs> explain yourself. So I think it's going. It's going to be good. I mean, we're going to hear. I know I'm gonna hear a lot of that. A lot of people talk like that. Yeah, they have terrible nah, with their words. Now I mean, now I'm saying. Nah, that ain't, that's not me. It's very limited nah. vocabulary. But what's funny is like my my come up up here was kind of, I would say it's similar, but I wasn't in a, like the party rocking room. Right. Um, and I remember there was like, Westview Mall had a record store. Yes, sir. With, with, with uh, Diamond K, Mainism. And I think, I want to say I saw a young boo man Possibly. DJing in a store, and this is like 95, 96. We're downtown somewhere? No, this is this is Westview Mall. Oh, Westview, okay. They had the record yeah, store yeah, there, yeah, 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 and yeah. So, so did Security Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I used to go there. I remember I bought like Font Master Flex Volume 3. Oh, and yeah, 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 good stuff. I bought like a lot of stuff like that from there, and then I actually found out about music. Was it Music Liberated? Yeah. Oh, um, I found yeah. about them later. <laughs> yeah. Um, But... There's so it was like Capital City Records in yep. DC, DJ Hut. Mm-hmm. Um, what else record stores were there, man? Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. That Soundgarden's still there. Yeah, yeah. See, the crazy thing is when we were coming up, the main stores were basically off of Howard Street. Um, uh-huh. Recipes to DJ Chocolate. He used to have a store down there off of Howard. I forgot the name of it. Also, um, Music Liberated with uh, with Bernie and Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of stores that actually choose from to get records and, and equipment. Yeah. You know, a lot, you know, just going in the city. And then you got, you had uh, Metro 1, which was at Mondoman. Mm-hmm. Then Metro 2 was at the Plaza. So we kind of played those real heavy. That's how, you know, came across a lot of the, the, the old school DJs they worked in there. Scotty had a store down, downtown as well. Like the stores were there back in the 90s. Yeah. You know, and they just basically, the, the digital era just started trickling everything off everything off and then you know people was just it was the cds limited records you know you had to actually order certain records because yeah. people weren't getting them in because they weren't buying them so yeah it was it was it was started to get bad in the two in like early 2000s i did a lot of that man because i was younger mm-hmm. um i ordered a lot of stuff from upstairs records in new york yeah. beach street mm-hmm. sandbox automatic was the shit mm-hmm. I and then uh that. turn i remember when turntable labs started <laughs> And I used to buy like the the 
like the break the break beats and the mm-hmm. scratch records from there. Yep. They had everything there. Yo, and what we would also do, man, if we were um if we had time, we checked the pawn shops because some of the pawn shops would have yeah. crates of records that they would just buy, buy from people and they would have certain little gems in there from time to time. We would have we would find I found an old cashmere record in in the pawn shop. Wow. That's you know, I'm like, all right. I mean, oh, you got some other stuff, you know. And right. That was back and then when, you know, sometimes you could find stuff and sometimes you couldn't locally, like, you know, beyond ordering stuff, we thought we could just all find stuff inside of Baltimore. And then everything's kind of started, like I said, trickling out. The 2000s yeah. and up, it started going out, out the door. Yeah. Well. So who, I would say, who are your, your favorite DJs? If you got a top five, you can roll with that. If you don't. Just name who influenced you or like I, I, I don't I don't have a top five. I like certain DJs for certain elements. Like there are different types of DJs. Right. That that you know different lanes. Um, I, I got a lot of love for uh, Scratch Bastard. Okay. Um, Jazzy Jeff, of course. Uh, just off the fact that, I, two different things. All right, so boom. I like Scratch Bastard because of his technicality. Um, the fact that he does not. Um, put himself in a box. Sometimes, you know, people have a tendency to put himself in one genre or one box. He don't put himself in yeah. a box. He really, and he's really technical. Same thing about Jeff. I like the fact that Jeff has kind of the best of both worlds. He's technical and he can do a party. Um, you know, mm-hmm. some cats, you know, are either or, you know, if you can get, you know, sometimes the best of both worlds, that's a good look. And I also, man, I like, um, oh gosh, what's the dude's name out Cali? Uh, Manuel. DJ Manuel, um, okay. man, he's good people. Man. Oh man, he's man, and good. I just I just check them I check them out on Instagram all the time, and uh, just the creativity, you know what we getting right now, man. We we getting a perfect hybrid of uh of analog and digital, meaning you know still using the turntables and, and integrating digital technology like these new mixes, right. you know so. People are using it to the fullest and not like necessarily going with overkill, right. but just, you know, utilizing, you know, everything, everything to the fullest. And I like that part of it, man, because I'm a geek. So, you know, I like <laughs> it. With, yeah, yeah, I'm a geek. But so I, I like I like people who are incorporating that type of stuff, man. It's a lot of good DJs in Baltimore, man. You know, Kenny K is ridiculous. Um, Booby, of course. Uh, Titan. Uh, you yeah. know, it's a lot. It's a lot of slept-on cats, man. Right now, Jay Harris is killing the world. This cat named Ty Hanswell. I don't know <laughs> if you ever heard of him, but you know. <laughs> but yo, just I'm saying, it's a lot of cats, man. That a lot that that are in Baltimore. That 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 cats, even if you know, they would take some time to research. It's a lot of DJs in Baltimore alone. Yeah, you know. And I think now I'm starting to see what's what. And I've been in Maryland. I'm originally from Cartersville, Georgia. If okay. Doesn't know. I'm a military brat. I didn't live in California, Germany. I didn't live a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say, what is that? I like lost my train of thought. But um, mm-hmm. Jay Harris, I know you mentioned Jay Harris. Yeah. Jay Harris is dope. He's like on the come up. He, he's so hungry, yo. I love him to death. And you know, he, he's one of those cats where he's like, man, I was like, yo, you did good. Like, nah, man, I ain't like what I did. Like, he's always searching for that more for more perfection, and he's he's good. He's very technical, and and uh, 
he's very knowledgeable about the hip hop scene too, man. Yeah. Especially you know some of that, a lot of the B sides. Um, he does eighty eight nine every Friday and 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 mm-hmm. kills it, man. And and he really and he really kills it. Like he's clean, man. The, oh, the no people question. that you you mentioned are clean. Yeah. Um, shout out to Titan. They were giving me that uh, oh, mad man. love at the Dilla event the other night. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And Titan is a dude I like looked up to. My man. Um, eighty eight point nine. Oh yeah. Him, Marky B, Little Mike. Yeah, Little they Mike. They used to kill it. Yep. Um, Shout out to Lil Mike's my man. Those dudes he mentioned, like Jazzy Jeff, Scratch Bass, those guys, what stands out to me is they're clean. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to be technical and clean. Absolutely. But in my, like the way I am, you know, I'm a hater, so here I go. <laughs> um, like there's certain calibers, like I guess from Tim Tim's perspective, what's technical it's not it's, it's not it's not really technical to me. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's because the exposure of DMC and ITF mm-hmm. and the way I came up. So the stuff I see that people appreciate as being super dope and technical is usually some shit where I'm like, yeah, that's light. You know, that's cool. That's cute. I'm like that. You know, when it comes to Jazzy Jeff, and it's not a knock at Jazzy Jeff. Um, His Jazzy Jeff is dope. But Jazzy Jeff is the same person they'll say, you know, he's a very humble guy, so he'll say something like, Craze is the man. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I've seen him talk about precision and boogie blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just like another, there's another level. Um, and that's probably why I, I do this podcast, to kind of bring, I guess, the two worlds together. Because I know Tim Nice does parties, party rocks, and is a sick blend does a lot of blends. That's what I know uh, Tim from. Oh, then, another... No, I'm yeah, sorry. I made to cut you off. Another cat, man. Mel Star, man. I, I, I forgot to talk about Mel. I, I, I like Mel's style as far as his technicality and as far as him pulling out, you know, uh, rare, rare stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. That's... that's the element of surprise in DJing is still there at certain times, man. Especially when you you know you have yeah. a cat that's knowledgeable about music, and if you hear somebody come across with an acapella that you ain't got or right. or instrumental re-edit or something like that, you be like, oh shit, I gotta find that, you yeah. know. And and a lot of cats don't do that no more, man. So yeah, shout out to Mel for that, man. Yeah, a lot of people just want you that. to give up hard drives. Nah, that's, man. That's, 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 nah, see, <laughs> let me say something about that right now. You know, if you out there and you want to be a DJ. You know, and, and, and you just starting out, man, you have to pay certain dues. Don't go out there and sit there and think you can just pull somebody's hard drive because somebody actually put that hard drive together the way they wanted it for them. So, you know, if somebody right. comes out and offers you some music, you know, be grateful and stuff, take it, but make it to your own so it works for you. You know, it, it's not like you can just pull somebody's drive or I can give you my drive right now. you be like, all right, well... Go rock a party. You might not be familiar with what I got going right. on over here. Exactly. You know, make it so you're familiar with what it is that you want to do. Type, you know, and, and when you want to pull up some music and you know exactly where it is, you know. I hate that fact that cats, you know, I know it's our hand, it's the technology era. I hate the fact that cats think that they can just pay a couple dollars and go ahead and be a DJ. That's yeah. what bothers me a lot about this, man. Especially with because it's so accessible. You can buy two speakers, you can buy a controller and, and, and you know, computer and, and somebody selling a hard drive online right. or the black market and that's that's not instant DJ. And then you guys will go out there and try to make some money and try to figure out why you ain't making no money, you know. Yeah. Put I, working your craft. It's a um 
you know, right now it's like, I want to say it's a very welcoming culture. DJing. It's a trend mm -hmm. and social media makes it a welcoming thing. Yeah. Um, I heard Redman say this a long time ago, like two years ago on, maybe longer than that, on the Comeback Jack uh, podcast. And he said something about um, how being an MC, being a dope MC was like an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Like it was something that you aspire to be that. And everybody can't be that. Right. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with a DJ. You know, it's kind of like, you got to put the work. You know, people are like, yo, Ty, I get this. Um, Grab Lover said this the other night, other night when I was on it. And I couldn't fucking concentrate. Because he was trying to talk to me uh -huh. while I was trying to perform. Right, right. Or he was talking over what I was doing. But he's saying, yo, you make it look so easy. Um, and I hear a lot of that. You know, I don't know if that's my demeanor. I've said this before on a previous the previous podcast. I get a lot of that. Yo, Ty, you just make it look easy. What's... But, yo, it's, I've been practicing shit like that for since 2001. Right. But people don't understand that, which you'll sit there and, and you'll sit in front of them turntables for four or five hours at a time practicing, you know, uh, patterns. Right. Or, or, or practicing one scratch or, or, or you know, you, oh, you can't get this blend right. Let me try to keep going at it until you perfect it. So when you do perfect it, it does look, may look easy to yeah. them, but they don't know how much time you put in on the back end yeah. for that type of stuff, you know. So, yeah. I, and that's with, you know, that's with everything, man. You just got to put the time in. Yeah, no um, question. No question. It, I definitely didn't get this good overnight. And I don't think I was that good, you know, maybe six or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. But I've made it to, you know, I've battled and did like the DMC and I've, you know, made the U.S. finals and I've did that stuff. But I also, I don't like to like gloat about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. because I never really like won a regional. I was kind of like second. Mm -hmm. It took the top two. Right, right, and right. I made it <laughs> or I, I was runner up mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But people will remember you for stuff you do. Absolutely. And that's where I got a little notoriety, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, from DJing. Because people remember, like, yo, that guy's got, like, some patterns. Absolutely. Or he's different, or he did this. Mm -hmm. um, the the claim to the fame for me is kind of like the look at me now mm -hmm. routine. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Once I did that, it was just kind of... Like, done deal, right? It was a done deal. And it was, you know, that battle wasn't even packed. Mm -hmm. But I got the footage from Raider's wife, Taisha. Nice. And... Uh, What's crazy about it is the guy, I can't think of his name, he always does the, the film, the camera's work for the battles. Mm. And he got the look on everybody's faces. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted that. I remember when that came, yeah. when he posted that. And I was like, check that out. And yeah. everybody's like, you yeah, look at their faces. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that's no better feeling in the world. Right. With, with that, is having that, that wow or that old factor. Because you did etch etch a piece in their brain for a second you make them remember mm -hmm. you know you spoke with the music on the cats you know they might not even remember your name they might be like mm -hmm. yeah you know battle was bad but it was this one cat that did such and such blah blah yeah. blah and then you etch it in their brain forever yeah. you know and, it and is. when that happens you know you're you're good i said yeah. that yeah on a another podcast like i know i'm straight now all the people that i look up to i want to say they admire me but they respect what i do or what i brought to what they did or to the culture. Mm -hmm. um, I remember, and I got the footage, If um, maybe if you look after I did the look at me now routine, Jazzy J was right behind me. Mm. 
And when I finished, he dapped me up nice. and was like, yo, man, that's what we, you know, that's what we do it for. This that's and right. this and this and that. That's right, man. This is Jazzy J. You know what I mean? Like, Jazzy J is one of my favorite DJs. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Jazzy J, for me, it's like, ja- I, I don't know, Jazzy J, Boogie Blind mm-hmm. is my favorite DJ. I say that everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Boogie Blind is just, he's a 10 in every category. Yo killed it the other night, too. Yeah, man. he's, he's like a Lord. Boogie Blind sick. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll do the humble thing, but you know, if you catch him the way I catch him, you you'll you'll get some nice stories from him <laughs> about you know what I mean because his behind the scene is definitely different from from our behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like Melo D. Okay, um, from the Beat Junkies, yeah. it's sick. Um, some names. <laughs> yeah, man, it's 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 people that's dope. But like on this on this scale, like I know, like Titan was huge. Titan, CeeLo. Oh gosh, I forgot about C. CeeLo, my bad fan. You my dude. Yeah, yo, C- sorry. Yeah, CeeLo was like, yo, they oh had my the, gosh. Um, it was like they had. Um, CeeLo had a show on uh, 95.5. That's right. It was like a hip hop show That's on right. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So you got, it was like a crazy weekend. You get Friday night, you got Titan, mm-hmm. Marky B, Little Mike on 88.9. Yep. Saturday morning, they had Rap Attack. Yep. And there was, I don't think there was a DJ for Rap Attack, now, but they would just play... Butterman and Other Cat, rest his soul, but yeah, um, I forgot the other dude's name, but they would do that. Yeah, they would do that, and then they would play... I just remember that show distinctly because when Cannabis and LL was beefing, I remember right. when Second Round Knockout came out, yeah. and they played that, and it was like an exclusive. Yeah. Um, And then, like I said, Sunday night, you had Seal. So it was those three, and then if I fast forward to... um. What year was that? When did B get down here? Oh man, that oh man, two, like, about two thousand maybe. Two thousand, yeah, two thousand. Oh man, um, DJ B was on V one hundred three. Yeah, yeah. Well, they switched it. I remember something crazy happened X, with them. They basically had a new station called X one hundred five seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so you know X one hundred five seven came to be the rival to ninety two Q at the time, and because it basically it was ninety two Q, and I think V one hundred three was on its way out. But at 92Q was basically like the sole proprietor of hip hop and R&B okay. in Baltimore. When X5105 came through and they bought some heavy hitters through, it was definitely direct. So it was 105. B was on 105. It was on X1057, okay. man. And you talk about a monster. Like, true, true turntable is fashion on some party tips. So he had like the perfect hybrid to be able to go, you know, he would hit you with the technical. Then he would be able to go in and be able to rock, you know, play, you know, play the right stuff, mm-hmm. blend the right stuff. So he had, he had that, he had that good, good, good balance, man. Yeah. We we really, really needed that at that yeah. time. So yeah. Other than <laughs> other than like the executioners on a what was that the WNYU that episode where they were on there doing routines. Mm-hmm. I think B was the the next person I actually heard. Like actually juggling on the right, radio, right, right, and I was just like, "Who is this DJ B dude?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, B was just crazy, man. I couldn't wait. I remember I worked at a. He used to come on, and I was at work at SunTrust Bank, and we was like had a radio, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Five o'clock or whatever it was yeah. traffic jam or whatever. <clears throat> We'd be waiting, or at least I'd be waiting. Yeah, yeah, man. But at those times, <clears throat> the technicality on the on the. On the radio, you didn't get a lot of. You'll get some good DJing, uh, but 
you know, when B came through here at that time, he really changed the game for a yeah. lot of cats here, man, and, and opened up a lot of eyes, you know, to, to, to hearing some good things. Now, the, the technical DJs were here, but they weren't on the radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? So once he pulled that in, technique started pulling in or, or, or you know, yeah. pull somebody from out of town to get them on the radio, and they would let that and allow that to happen, and people were listening for it, you know? Right. So, but that was a short-lived thing. Uh, I think X105 was here for maybe a year and a half, and then, you know, everybody kind of moved on. Yeah. That was crazy. I was, yeah. I was upset about it. Oh, everybody was. <laughs> everybody was, man. We wanted, we wanted, at that point, I remember we really wanted 92Q gone. You know, and, yeah. and you can ask Chop, you can ask Squirrel, all of them. They knew, you know, what it was. We, what it was. We wanted them out because it was just like basically they were in the square, man. They were the square. Yeah. And then X105 came through and they changed the whole game for for, uh, for for Baltimore, you know. And I'm sure that inspired a lot of other cats to just get started on their game as far mm-hmm. as DJing is concerned. Because B definitely, definitely set the tone. Oh, and before I forget, he said techniques. I don't, let me not forget techniques. That's right. My man um, Tech. Cause pure beast techniques was the first person I saw from Baltimore, uh, on the ITF. Mm-hmm. He was in the 1996 ITF, uh, battle. Mm-hmm. It was the one that total clips. It was the first year they did it and total clips won for <coughs> executioners, but techniques was the only cat from Baltimore. Right. Um, and at that age, um, I think I was maybe 18 or 19 and I was like buying tapes like crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I would pay attention to who was like from this area. I'm not from here, like I said, right. but that's where I live. So I right. was like paying attention and techniques was dope. He, I don't think he made it to the top eight or the whatever it was, but he was, he was dope. Um, yeah, you know, he, he's one of those guys that he was one of the first turntablists, local turntablists that I heard and saw in person mm-hmm. and then you know especially when i first started out i mean i was a couple years in and i go see that i go home and try to be yeah, like him man. Techniques like is a monster. <laughs> you know? and yeah. once again he's clean oh yeah um huh. i would say you know i mean i i think i'm better than all them dudes i'm not gonna that's hey, just how i am that's how you gotta be though i feel <laughs> like I'm better. but what i what i will give all those dudes is they're clean mm-hmm. and i'm not as clean as none of those guys we've mentioned titan techniques you know, I mean, it's like Westbrook scoring all those points, getting all those assists, but you got 10 turnovers. Yeah. Those dudes are like John Stockton out here. You know what I mean? 20, 20 and 10, good one, good like one, one, one turnover. One. Yeah, I got you. Um, and it's not a shot. It's just, I'm like that, man. I talked to Jamal about that. Like, if I'm in battle mode, you got to beat me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if somebody said they were going to beat me up, and it, I don't care how big you are, you got to yeah. beat me yeah, up. Right. You know, sure. I'm not going to be like, no, I, I, I give up. Yeah. But I respect those dudes. Um, yeah, techniques, man. I'm glad. I'm glad I thought about that or talking about it. Yeah, man. I, I would say, man, in, from from what you were saying, as far as the mental aspect of it, to say that you you have to be in that mental mode, especially in the battle era, if you're gonna be up there DJing or or, or listening or letting have people hear your music and right. it's getting adjudicated and judged. You know, your mental gotta be. Yeah, I'm the best I can be. All of them. I mean, if that wasn't the case, I, I wouldn't. Got the trophy. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, you know, I have to think that way as far as when I get in battles myself. So, yeah, yeah man, you yeah. have to have that that positive, actually, you know, like, 
chip on your shoulder type right. thing, you know, to get you through because you can't sit there and be humble and, and, and oh man, I'm just, no, you the fucking best, you the shit. Right. You gotta be like that, you know, even if, if you know, somebody doesn't feel, no, you have to feel like that to, to go through that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, I want to talk about this bop you got, but I see you. Yeah, when, you make, when you do your blends, it's, it's crazy. He has this bop. If you ever get a chance, people out there in the world, you know what I mean? Um, check out Tim Jones like when he does his blends. He's got some real sick. Yeah. Um, I was watching one the other day. I can't think of what the record was. But the meanest one I've seen was that, uh, that I think that I can remember is that... Uh, the Liberian girl Jada Kiss. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That shit was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, and I'm a hater of blends. I'm a hater. <laughs> Trust me. Him and K Swift, they be throwing up blends. And K Swift talks the most shit about blends, oh, and he man. have all these little shits to say. Yeah, that's. I be thinking all them shits whack. <laughs> I love but it. I like when, when they when they when they got one. I'm like, yo, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm got good. one on the um. I I listen like. Three of the joints on his new mix. Yeah, Blim shout Man. out to K Swift. Yeah, Blim Man is thirty five. Shout the out Swift. The second one is uh, the Young Ma. Yeah, over man. the Prodigy. Stop fronting. Yeah. yeah, that shit's mean. I text yeah. him. I like yo. That's mean. <laughs> but I haven't listened to the rest and say it's whack or not. Um, yeah. But it's the thing is like, I like to deal with people where I can be like, yo, that's some trash, and they be like. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's, it, it's one opinion. Yeah. That's my thing with, with people, like people that I'm cool with, um, like Remedy. Remedy is a... Oh. I, I pick Remedy apart. God damn Remedy. That's my man. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out. That's my I'll get him man. on here too. But I'm, I asked Remedy, we were at um, Five Star's house like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I'm working on my DMC stuff, Ty. I want you to see what I got. And he showed me like, maybe 10 minutes of like the stuff he's been working on and i was like yeah that's get rid of that and like everything he did i was like yeah that's trash that's trash yeah that's trash and that's really trash <laughs> and then i was like you know what but this one minute right here that shit you probably need to keep that yo and work on this you got you have to have those type of people in your circle when they say like you know we, we were using the term like iron sharpens iron yo that's that's real rap like i would mm. want somebody to tell me if I think it's good, and I'm bopping my head to it, like you said, like, you know, I want somebody to tell me, like, nah, yo, I'm not feeling that, and here's why. You know, explain, right. tell me why you don't like it, or, and, and, and explain to me, so I can go back, take the, you know, take that criticism, and, and turn it into something else. You can't even mm-hmm. do that with some cats right now, man, because they think whatever they got going on is, is, is the gospel now, and that's not always the case, right? you know? But back to what you were saying as far as like the whole head bobbing thing. So here's, yeah. here's my thing. Like, um, I can break it down like this. Uh, it's four bars in a measure. Mm-hmm. I count them four all the time. But in between those four bars, there's so many other beats. There's so many other mm-hmm. hits that a lot of people miss. And for me to make sure that my stuff is on point, sometimes I have to bob my head to those parts of it too in between that four. Yeah. So that's why sometimes you see me and, you know, like my neck about to fall off because (laughs) (laughs) because I'm over there, Bob, and I know I know what's supposed to hit at what certain time with certain blends. So I want to make sure that if I'm doing that, bobbing my head and going through all that motions, that is everything that I'm hitting 
it sounded correct through the whole thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's just one of my things, man. You know, and a lot of cats get on me about it. Guy, I was, I was at the club last night DJing. The dude was hitting me like, man, see you in that head. But I was like, yeah, man, I'm just, it's just what I do. Everybody's got something. It's something, man. man. Everybody's. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, I just, everybody's got something that keeps them. You got to keep the, you no know, keeping the beat or you know something. It reminds me, it reminds me of Freeway. Yeah. Because uh, Freeway has this. His flow, his flow is on time, but he has that like Philly freezer pack right. burner that he does that shit. Right. And you see him like, but it's on time. You right. Know what I mean, that's what it reminds me of. And he always has this like crazy bop with his flow. Too. Right. Right. And that, that's you what know, it reminds me. Of. Oh no question. Everybody's got something. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's just tapping on your foot, or you know, you might close your eyes or something. Somebody's got something, especially, you know, a DJ that's keeping beat. It's keeping beat. Like, you know, you yeah. you have something that's going to hold you down. You know, the, the rocking of the head. Mine, you'll see sometimes my head will go up and down and then side to side or up, down, side, and side. Like, it's just, it's, I can do it all, this man. This motherfucker's doing contra codes. Right. <laughs> oh. Up, down, down, right. <laughs> right, yeah. VA start. That's me. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I just, you know, I with the blends to me, man, I, I try to, um, I try to make a body of work, dog. Like, uh-huh. you know. Uh, uh, one of my friends, man, uh, told me the other day, and he, it made kind of sense. He said, man, you might want to start looking into being a producer because yeah. of the way you put stuff together. And I was like, yeah, you, you might be right. You might be right. right. Because basically, I'm, I'm looking for all the breaks. You know, I'm looking for stuff to break down simultaneously because I feel like a, if you're going to blend something, you, you want to make a new body of work. And that's what I strive to do. Every time I make a blend, I want it to be a new body of Dope. work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dead for real. Guns and motherfucking butter, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I see him probably post something up. He's like, yeah, that's guns and butter. Guns and butter, man. You what's know? the what's the what's the meaning so, with guns so, and butter, man? All right, so so look, right? It's it's basically um, for for the historians, guns and butter is an old economic term that was used back in the day to uh, I think it was to speak on inflation. Uh, but the way I'm using it is that. Guns and butter is basically quality over quantity. You remember the Baby Boy movie when Ving Rains was talking to the dudes about they were selling the clothes? You know, he said, you got to know the difference between guns and butter. You oh, know, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the guns was, uh, you know, what, what do you say? The, what, what are the guns? The, uh, the cars? No, no. The, the stocks and bonds. The houses. The rental properties. Yeah. That was the guns. The butter was the cars, clothes, and the jewelry, and all that other stuff that don't mean nothing after you buy it. So basically what I say is, you know... I provide quality over quantity, you know gotcha. what I'm saying, when it comes to my music. So when I heard that, I said, damn, that's my shit right there. That's my moniker. I will provide you a quality blend over a quantity of a whole bunch of bullshit-ass yeah. blends that you hear out here. And I ain't dissing no DJs, but some of y'all shit is whack. Actually, I am. I'm dissing DJs. <laughs> so, yeah, some of y'all shit is whack. I'm not, you know, I know I ain't the best, but God damn, like, some of y'all just really think that you can slap two things together and it sounds good in your head, but you got to do a little more research, man. How does it, you know, how does it break down? You know, how yeah. many how many bars are in there before the hook comes and stuff like that? I really think, man, that a lot of these cats would benefit from a basic music class. But you know that's a whole yeah. nother that's a whole nother podcast. You have to, yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> and I would say this as much as like I was saying I when we kind of like veered off in another realm when I was talking about remedy. That critique can come from anybody. Yeah, it doesn't have to come from what people would consider like a higher up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because the best advice I've got for routines has been from somebody that's not as good as me or not. I shouldn't say it that way. I should say the skill set isn't the same. Mm -hmm. And they just know like certain people will know, like even my boy minus nine, he told me I battled in New York two years ago or a year ago. And there's no reason why I shouldn't make a top 10. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm good enough where I'll make it. I should make a top 10, top Mm -hmm. six Mm -hmm. in any area in the country. Mm -hmm. But I did a West Coast routine in New York, and I didn't. I wasn't thinking it. I was just like, "Yeah, this is nothing but a G thing yeah. routine. It's fire." And <laughs> but I got You're a right. but I got a Biggie dead wrong routine. Right. So I did the Snoop Dogg shit, and then I put on the Biggie record, and I had two minutes of prelims, and I like did like the first couple patterns, and the crowd went crazy. Nice. Now I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Now all the people that I look up, all those people I mentioned, Total Clips, everybody's like, "I didn't make it." Well, what did he do? You know, it's kind of, mm-hmm. I get that. Like, mm-hmm. why, why did you make it? Mm-hmm. And then you got to take that to the chin. You know, it's like, it's nobody's fault. I should have took minus nine's advice. Right, 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 um, right, right. And even uh, my boy Shorty T in Delaware, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing with coming up with stuff is patterns. I come up with too much. And a routine should only be like a minute, 15 seconds, minute mm-hmm. 30 at mm-hmm. the most. I'll have like three. It's like making a beat. You know what I mean? I'll have... Man, five minutes worth of material, but you got to get the hottest shit mm-hmm. out. And then you got to, you know, it's like you got to get it out of there right away so you can do the next routine or whatever. Um, yeah, it's good to hit to, to get people to, especially people you respect on a musical level to, yeah. to critique or, or, or listen to, to, you know, what you got going on to get their opinion. Just like when you gave Remedy his opinion about that stuff. Now, mm-hmm. what if you were... You know, the yes man. Like, yeah, man, go ahead and roll with that. But you know the potential of your guy. You know the potential of Randy right. and what, what, you know, what he can do and how better he could be if he does, you know, may change this little part and do this. And if, you know, and knowing the, since we know Remedy, you know he's going to sit there and listen and, and mm-hmm. take that in, you know. Yeah. And like then it. a part of it is sticking to your gut, too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's this happy medium where you got to balance it, too. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Because I can be wrong, like I said before. I'm just one opinion. Mm-hmm. I might have the most harsh opinion, <laughs> but I'm one opinion. Um, and As One will probably be my next interview. He's a person that I've known As One a long time. Yo, good dude. I, I, I actually met As One going to the Rock and Soul joint back in December. Uh, y'all drove up, man. As One's cool Cat, good man, man. Good, good people. Good cat, good, man. Good dude. And he definitely, man, he went up to Rock Soul and he put on his show. And he puts on a show, man. And and he straight he, his routine on point wasn't nothing out of place. The show was boom. Just right yeah. down. Everything was just straight. You know what I mean? Dude, good dude, man. Yep. Good, good dude. And he's another one where he um I just met him earlier on. So the stuff he's doing now, I'm like, I'm more like the you know how people are like, yeah, I want the old Jay-Z back. I'm like that. I'm like, man, As One was like dope to me, was doper before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he changes, you know, he evolved and he changes style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can be like, man, As One, I don't fuck with that shit. He doesn't like, we don't, we're still friends. We're right. not friends because, right. and he's beat me. This this will put, this will make it come full circle. Like I can still critique him and tell him the shit's whack. But that motherfucker's beat me. The battle right. that I came in second in to go to U.S. Finals, he won. Ah. The uh, gong battle and two, where I did the look at me now routine and all that stuff, he won the battle. Okay. I lost to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's okay. kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same point, the same token, he can take, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. He can also say, well, I bust Ty's ass. <laughs> I tell him all the time, like, yeah, you beat me in that yeah, battle. Right, right. You, you got me or whatever. You beat me. Um, 
So it's like, like I would say with, with me critiquing, don't take it to heart because critique can come from all, anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? It can come from anybody. And you just got to take heed to what you need to use and what you don't from the critique. A lot of cats, man, especially um, here in Baltimore, mm-hmm. it's hard to critique somebody without them taking offense where they're thinking, oh, you think you're better than me. No, I don't necessarily think that I'm better than you, but mm-hmm. if you may just take a small inkling of what I said to heart, or at least attempt to try it, yeah. you know, it may it may work out for you, it may not. But nine times out of ten, the way I feel, it's gonna work. You know, just try it. Just try. It. People don't people don't want to listen to other people because they always think that they already got it down. If somebody came to me right now, man, I say, yo, this blend, man. Hey, I got this blend right now. For you example, if I play something, he's like, yo, don't use that. I'm asking like yo, you say like I said before. I'm asking like, why you think that? Because yo, this part is whack. It doesn't work out. Blah 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 blah. Now, if I said that to somebody from usually from Baltimore, like, nah, yo, you whack. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> your mom's whack. Right. Your mom's whack. Catch me outside. Everybody, right? Oh, Everybody's right. whack. You're like, yeah. So you know, you get that. It's like the mental in Baltimore. Sometimes, man, it gets me to it gets to me a little bit because we should really be able to come together more as a collective, and it's just really just a whole bunch of separate groups of of people. Um, it's getting better than it was years ago, but it's still a little bit of issues somewhere with people having problems, uh, just taking advice. Like, you know, that's all I did when I first came. I just took advice. I listened to a lot of cats before I even touched the turntable, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I had to, like, I thought that was the only way I go in there. I didn't feel comfortable just boom, just jumping in and, and, and. And picking up a couple pieces of equipment and, and rolling with it. I listened to a lot of cats and I looked and I learned. And then I went over there and I tried it. And yeah. then I had some questions. I go back to the OGs, be like, "Yo, bop, 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 bop. What, what do you have for me?" You know. Yeah. And and a lot of cats not doing that right now, man. I would love, you know, look, listen. I would love to teach a young impressionable person how to DJ for real. As long as you're willing to learn. A lot of these cats don't want to learn the right way to do stuff yeah i will say that you know so anybody hearing this hit me up if you want to learn for real and i would you know i, I want to talk to you about it and i'll be more than glad to assist but if you bullshit you're going to continue to be bullshit uh <laughs> unless you know you, you 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 don't get that expert tutelage under your belt yeah. you know you know you can't just sit there and watch youtube videos either Sometimes, you know, that that that's cool, but you know, you want to go ahead and you want to see it in person, you know. You want to touch a turntable. Yeah, hands, hands on, you want to touch a turntable, you want to touch a uh, a CD player and lead a controller home. Yeah. <laughs> I would say same here. I mean, I've taught I actually taught at the, at the Beat Refinery. Right. Um in Bethesda mm-hmm. with um as one and the, the whole nine, I did that, and that's that's actually fun. Yeah, that's really fun to do. But you, nice. like you said, you gotta really want to learn. You gotta want to um, learn, man. And, and 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 especially if you're you're seeing, you see what you see on TV. Uh, you see you see some of these videos, especially if you want to be technical and uh, learn the basics first. Learn how to blend two records together. Learn to find, you know, where the one is. Learn how intros start. Learn how long hooks are. Learn how long verses are. I mean, all this stuff comes yeah. into play when you are a DJ. That's what you learn first. You learn that you stuff. You got to learn first. how to count. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> gosh. If, you know what I mean? If you don't, if you're not please. mathematically challenged. Please. You know what I mean? That's, 
you need to know how to count to at least learn how to count at least the eight. You know what I'm saying? That right, exactly. Yeah, at least the eight. And 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 that way, you know, you'll get those seamless transitions. You'll 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 get dropping the record at the right time. You know, because everything you know doesn't start on the one. It might start on the one and a half. It might start on you know on the three. I mean, it just really yeah. depends. But once you learn the formula and the basics. And you just take that with you and you run with it. You can do that and just be like, okay, let's, I'll, I'll switch it since I always talk about like juggling stuff. Now, I think I'm a mean party rocker. No, I don't like to be typecast as like the DMC juggler guy. Cool. Even though I get it, people don't think I party rock. That's a lot of, that's what a lot of us deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, he's just one of those DMC mm-hmm. scratcher guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the worst shit you can say. <laughs> that's the worst shit you can worst say to you me. Say to a DJ, yeah, it's like you're this, you're this kind of DJ. Yeah. Um, because from the shit I've seen, man, I, if y'all seen my Instagram, y'all see me talk about everybody. Right. And I can look, I can watch you for listen to you for five minutes, and I already know what it is. Mm-hmm. I already know I can kill you. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. Yeah. You know, I, I've I've been in spots and I've heard dudes, and it's dudes that y'all look up to and y'all think are so sick. Yeah, and I'd be like, nah, that he's trash. Yeah, or he's or he's having a trash night. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the DJs that that the people look up to, man, just from basic like YouTube and and, and mm-hmm. Instagram fame, you know, go see him at a live performance, or, or, or you know, go check him out. Go check him out. Then think about how many times they they stopped and recorded that that one little video to try to get it to that perfect, you know. Perfect moment. Go listen to their to their tapes or any types of work that they have recorded. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of fraud out here, dog. A lot. Yeah. Of, it's a lot of fraud out here, man. It's a lot of fraud. But shout out to Baltimore because I really feel like Baltimore has some of the best core of DJs. I would say on the East Coast, and that's including New York. And if anybody's got something to say to me about that, please hit me up. DJ Tim Nice Instagram. <laughs> you can talk about it with me. I'm just talking from experience, man. 23 years in this game. I feel like Baltimore has the best core of DJs. When I say Baltimore, I mean Baltimore, Maryland as a whole. That's how we talk, hands. Well, yeah. we're from Baltimore. We just say Baltimore. Baltimore, but yeah, but and that means everybody, man. But yeah, Baltimore has a, one of the best cores of DJs, and I think a close second would be Philly. Yeah, I'm I would leave say it on. You know, neck. I would. I just kind of agree. Neck yeah. Neck. Um, because I feel like New York has. I've been in New York enough where I dudes are trash up there too. Yeah. Um. But there's a um, you know, there's a handful of DJs that are really dope. Oh no question. But then there's thousands that are whack. You know what I mean? It's like that. And whatever. You know what I mean? Whoever hears it, if they like Tim said, if they got a problem, whatever. <laughs> and I don't never. I don't. I say that because I know the dudes know what it is. It ain't like somebody's like, oh, you said New York's whack. It because the people know that the people that know they're not whack. It's not about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It'll be somebody like, right. "What do you mean I'm whack?" Right. The you ones know, that are talking, the ones that come back at you, like, "What you mean New York is whack?" You, that's exactly yeah. the end, end of the story. Because the cats that know that they're good and they're not, they're not even in that conversation. Right. But it's the masses that basically, you know, you speak with your chest first. And, and you, you know you 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 talk all this big shit about how much yeah. of a good DJ you are, but then when it you know yeah when you got to go out and do something, and then you're not what yeah are you the doing? the rep alone of being from New York it, it, that don't work no more. Nah, that's over. Yeah. That's over. And I, I learned that firsthand. Or anywhere for that matter. Not even you know not even just New York. Just you know Philly, 
Yeah, yeah, shit. Shout out, man, to the to the West Coast as well, man, because they're bringing out a couple like some decent DJs that 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 I wouldn't even think would come out the West Coast, but it's a lot of beastly shit coming from over there. But it's like, you know, we were coming up though, hands well. We was thinking about like New York was the pinnacle of top DJs. It's well, when I was coming up, like you know, I mean, Absolutely. shit. When you know, shit, Jam Master J, we thought he was the best thing smoking. Well, um. That 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 was one of the main DJs I was listening to coming up with on the, on the, on the back of records. But you know, as it progressed, like it's like it was a degradation of the New York DJ. Like yeah. you know, and and sad to say, like you know, a lot of people here. There's some best kept secrets in Baltimore that a lot of cats don't know about. But this it's a lot of skill in this state mm-hmm. alone. It's a lot of skill, man. Man, it's it's sleepers everywhere. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's like, um. I'm from Georgia, and DJ Nabs was crazy. Word. Um, and what was the other D- DJ? I want to say Juice, mm-hmm. but that ain't. I don't think that's his name. I think I got it wrong, like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of man. It's some. It's some dudes that are just Nabs is the main one that I can think of right now. Um, from Philly, Doodles. Mm-hmm. If you y'all, y'all haven't heard of Doodles, um, he's. I don't know, man. That dude is crazy. And I'm a timing person. Yeah. Um, I would say by far, by far, <laughs> say that twice, um, Boogie Blind and Doodles have the best timing I've ever seen uh, um, mm, from anybody. Yeah. 45s, like mm-hmm. those dudes are not, you don't want a problem with them dudes mm-hmm. on 45s. Um, <laughs> it's, those dudes are just, it's crazy. You can't, that's the part you can't teach. Right. You can't teach that kind of timing. Right. That's the kind of stuff you practice, absolutely, and you just have it. And then, and then that's that's the type of stuff that when you see it in person, you say stuff like, "Damn, you make it look so easy." You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> but damn, you don't know how long. Like I say, you don't know how long somebody been sitting in there in in, in the studio, yeah. just sitting there practicing or getting frustrated, have to walk away, come back, try it again, and then finally right. getting it right after hours of practice, yeah. man. Just like anything else, man, this stuff take practice, you know. I, I I still work every day to just try to get better. Yeah. To just get just get better Same at here. my craft, man. To get better at my now, craft. Now I would now, how do you stay motivated? You know what, man? I think what motivates me right now is everybody that sits and or makes videos saying that they're the best. I think social media has a good motivation on me right now. And, oh, okay. and I I mean I I don't I really believe that man. Just like a lot of cats make a video and say, "Yo, you know this shit's hot," but their friends they gas the friends gas them up, man. The friends gas them up and tell them that this shit's hot. And I sit there and I listen. No, your stuff's not hot. It's not good. Uh, as from a DJ's perspective, no, nah, it's not good. Now I will give credit where credit is due. I was talking to um, uh, so I was talking to Swift about this one time. Like, yeah. yo, if I like your Facebook post, or if I like your Instagram post, that means I really like your shit. Like, I really uh-huh. take that shit seriously. Like, some people just go scroll through for likes. Nah. Yeah. I like that. That was tight. That was hot. Especially from a music perspective, man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these uh, blend rooms on Facebook and all that stuff, man. And I don't hardly like none of that stuff. Because it's terrible. You guys sit there and you put, you know, two pieces together and it just does not sound good. But... When you got the essence down and, and, and everything's hitting the way it's supposed to be, boom, I'll click that like. That means a lot to me, man. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, you know, but yeah, I get a lot of inspiration just, just from listening to DJs that think that they're great and, that, and they're not. 
and I'm I agree with you. I'm I'm a comment person. Yeah. Um, because a like to me means you just acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. You just acknowledge it. If a comment would mean you actually took the time to listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I posted mix. I do mixes. I did all kinds. I'm on Fresh Radio. Speaking of that, I okay. didn't mention that. Um, with DJ B and a laundry list of DJs. But if you don't, if you just like something, if like if I just post something. And you like a mix. A mix is probably 30 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So if you like it when I post it, that means you didn't listen. Yeah. You yeah. just like that I post something. Right, right, right. It's, it's funny you say that. I saw that you said that one time. You know, like, why you guys just, you know, it would be nice to get some feedback or, you know. Yeah, because just, I'm not Yeah, I'm not one of those. If somebody says, yo, Ty, you fucked up at, you know, five minutes. Yeah. I heard you. Yeah. Then I know you, you'd listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... That's what I look for. Yeah. I'm looking for that critique. As yeah. hard as I am on people, yeah. I'm looking for somebody that. to go, that's trash. Right. And the only people that do that to me are people that I look up to. Nobody, whatever they call it, beneath me or what. Nobody ever says, no, nah, that's kind of. I thought I was trash at the Dilla event the other night. Um, for whatever reasons, um, I can have all the excuses. Well, Grap Lover was talking. I said this early on my, the other podcast. It was hard for me to concentrate on what I was trying to do. And I think he didn't get that. It's all good. But I came off stage and everybody was like, yo, man, That's right. you killed his son. That's right. You was this and that. And That's I was right. like, man, I was some trash. Right. That's right. Yeah. Like, no, man, you understand. But it's one thing to me at a certain level. And then to them, it's like, well, I can't do that. So I guess that's dope. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, man, when people will say, you know, you know, uh, or that's hot or this, that and the third. Yeah, you do got to remember some people can't touch anything or even try to attempt to do any of the patterns that you've done or any of the you know running back anything mm-hmm. like that so maybe from that perspective they're saying that you know some certain shit is hot but you know like exactly what you said you know if you feel like you're trash you know let me say you like this i was there and mm-hmm. i know it wasn't your best i'll tell you like right. you know what I'm saying exactly. I, I i know you you know what I'm saying i've listened to you many times you and minus like you know right. so i know that wasn't your 100 you know but yeah i mean for me, to me to say that and you to have respect for you know just to hear me yeah. say like you know that that's one hundred to me like I would be I would be doing you a disservice if, if I was like yo yeah yo shit was killing it killed yeah. the shit but no I was right there and I'm like oh yeah yo I've heard I've heard you yeah. do better I've heard you do better yeah you know what I'm saying but that's that's what makes you better that's type right. of shit that makes you better man mm-hmm. especially people that will sit there and will be one hundred with you you know what I'm saying yeah for real so. Salute, man. Yeah. If y'all ain't gather anything from that, then, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. just, getting a critique from somebody um, is not the worst thing in the world. Not, you know not, what I mean? not at all. And stop being old bitches about that shit and, and, and take the critique, salute and shake that man's hand for somebody actually taking yeah. time out to help your ass. Yeah. Because you can tell when it's hating. Yeah, of course. You know I mean, you, you should be able to tell when it's hating and when somebody's really trying to like. Absolutely. You know, you probably should work on this and mm-hmm. you probably should work on that. Yeah, man. When I'm over here, man, and Remedy comes over and, and he shoots the shit with me, man, and I'm over here, he's like, man, all right, that's cool, but try try this. Thank you, Rem. Like, you know, or try it like that or, or do, yeah. a little, do it a little different. Like, I want somebody to tell me that stuff because, you know, he knows I can do the basics. You know, challenge. Challenge me. Challenge me to be better. Critique my ass. Fuck it. There you go. <laughs> so we'll close it out. I'm about like at 55 minutes. Word. Um, good stuff man. anything good you want to shout out uh, social media 
Yo, shout out DJ Tim Nice Instagram. Uh, shout out my uh, my Mixcloud. That's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Tim Dash Jones sixteen. Uh, or just hit up my Instagram. It's on the bio. Uh, Blend Battle Three is coming up March the twenty sixth. Uh, March the twenty sixth, Woodlawn High School. Blend Battle Three. I won last year's Blend Battle. Came in first. Uh, I plan to repeat the process because that's what I do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, y'all come out. Anybody from Baltimore, come out. Uh, or, or anybody from any other state that wants to get in the battle, please, man, come on out. and We just do it for the music and have a good time. But, uh, yeah, Blend Battle 3, man. Hey, Ty, man, I appreciate you uh, on, 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 on the joint, man. That's a good No look. doubt, no doubt. Yep. Um, and me, I'm ASAP Hanswell, um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the ASAP Hanswell podcast page is on Facebook now. I have a website. The shit's too long. I have to post a link somewhere. I can't remember. It's like ASAP Hanswell at my site, something, something, dot, that. You know what I mean? So um, I'll get that out to y'all. But this is the official first, you know, a good mic recording, not me on my iPhone um, with Tim Nice. Word up, um, son. We out. Um, hope y'all like the podcast. I should be on iTunes soon. I got to submit an RSS feed. Um because the one I submitted, I said iTunes and Apple and all that shit. And you can't say any of that. So Apple has all these requirements that you can't do. Ah. And I have to tag it as dirty because we are going to be cussing and all that stuff. So as soon as that gets up, then you guys can uh, subscribe. Excuse me. Um, but I'll probably post this one to Podomatic so I can see, get a feel for how many people are actually listening. Because when I put it on my site, I don't know who's listening. Because right. motherfuckers don't leave comments. Right, right. So right. I need yeah. comments. I need support. to support. even if your comment is like, I listen. Right, support the real <laughs> man. So I'll take some time out. Yeah, yeah I know is... y'all listen to this shit at work or while you in the gym or something like that, man. Take some time out to comment. We appreciate it. Salute. All right, we out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>